Here's what's coming up on today's show. But there are options out there um, if you want to you know, kind of direct what you want the money to be used for versus just writing them a check. So it's worth looking into if you have like a cause or a use, you know, for the organization that's near and dear to your heart. There's definitely options. Do you know what will happen to your loved ones when something happens to you? If you don't know the answer or don't like the answer, then this is the show for you. Listen up as we teach you about protecting your family legacy through better estate planning. Our family is here to protect yours. So welcome to the Complete Estate Planning Podcast with attorney Nick Rosenbauer. And here's your host, Ben George. Welcome in. Glad to have you on Complete Estate Planning. I'm Ben George alongside Nick Rosenbauer. We're, we're talking about giving gifts. We're getting close to the holiday season when we're recording this into November and then obviously December right around the corner. So every you know this time of the year, people think a little bit more typically about giving gifts and being a little more charitable. So today we're going to talk about that and and uh, and go through some, I guess, kind of clearing up maybe some of the myths and maybe misunderstandings that are out there, Nick. And um, and, and to be clear, we're not talking about leaving gifts to to people after you pass, like you would normally expect an estate planning conversation to to talk about, but rather, you know, giving gifts now. And is this something that you help people out with a lot? Yeah, absolutely. And I'm glad you clarified that. I'm referring to, you know, we're talking about lifetime giving here, basically, you know, money out the door while you're alive. Um, You know, and and I talk to people about a number of things. Obviously, a lot of them is, hey, when I die, I want to leave a gift to such and such a church or charity. Um, But but I do have clients who ask me uh, about, you know, questions or strategies for, you know, the, the technical phrase is lifetime giving. Um, so that is something that I, I have uh, I have talks with clients about. Um, you may have heard in the past about you can leave so many dollars per year to each person. Um, a lot of that used to be tax reasons, which are not as um, I, I guess they're not as applicable uh, anymore. They don't affect as many people as they used to. So you know something to be aware of. But we'll go through a bunch of things and some myths and what you can uh, and can't do. And yes, obviously, holidays, it's a big time to think about gift giving. Um, you know, one for, you know, just being generous and mm-hmm. charitable and obviously it being that season. Uh, also, there's tax reasons um, to be factored in with gifts. And towards the end of the year, you know, you have a much better idea of, you know, how you're you know, taxes are going to shake up uh, or shake out for the year than you would in January. Okay. So that's usually when people, you know, Ben, you probably hear people, you know, talk about, you know, at the end of the year, all the businesses, oh, we need to spend money or save money or write things off or, you know, expense a whole lot of things. You know, they're finagling things at the end of the year for write-offs and tax reasons. There's a little bit of that to be considered here uh, for people's taxes uh, with gift giving as well. So typically the holidays is when we see uh, the most questions about it. Okay. Great to know. And so it should be a good conversation. Hopefully uh, this will help you out if you're thinking about giving uh, some gifts this holiday season, some things to kind of keep in mind. If you have questions, as always, you can always get online and go to CincinnatiEstatePlan.com, schedule a call with Nick right there. You'll see the big button right there on the front of the website. Go there and uh, set up a time to chat with Nick. If you want to call, you can always do that as well. That phone number, 513-463-6789 for the Rosenbauer Law Office. 
All right, let's uh, let's jump right into it, Nick. Here, and I want to start off. We're gonna break this up in kind of uh, a few different sections today, but I want to start off with individuals. Um, obviously, this is one I think where maybe there's a little confusion because some of the rules are kind of changing on what you can give to people, what excluded from what gets excluded from taxes and uh, and whatnot. So, help clear up um, what we need to know for thinking about giving gifts to maybe some fr- uh, some family members. Yeah, absolutely, Ben. You're this is the one where people have the most, um, I guess, confusion or misconceptions. So you've probably heard in the past, you know, people throw out a number saying, oh, you can give people 12,000 a year or 13 or 14 or 15,000 a year, a number in that range. And it changes by year. Um, But what we are, what we're talking about with that amount is not the amount of money that you're allowed to give in a year, but just the amount of money you're allowed to give in a year without accounting for it in any way. And usually it's filing a, a gift tax return uh, and using up some of your lifetime uh, exemption amount. So one of the things we've talked about is estate taxes very briefly. And when you die federally, um, states may have some uh, a state estate tax, although most states have gotten away with them. It's a crazy amount. Right to, right now, Ben, when you die uh, for the year 2022, it's actually over $12 million that you're allowed to pass on without your estate getting charged a tax. Okay. okay. I'm, I'm well and, that, yeah. you know, Yeah. Well, right. And, and your <laughs> wife gets $12 million, uh, too. So you guys have about $23 okay. million, I think, is your net worth. So you're going to skate under it. You're going to be okay. Um, <clears throat> but- it used to be much lower. So here's the way it works. Um, for 2022, first off, the annual exclusion amount is the technical phrase for it is $16,000. Um, and it's, it, so it goes up a little bit every year or so. And I can give 16000 away per person, like to each donee or beneficiary a year without having to basically have it come out of the $12 million uh, that I have to give in my lifetime or at death. So I could give a $10 million gift right now and pay no tax, okay, which is well, which is a lot more than 16000 okay? So that's what people think. They think if it's more than the 16000 they have to pay tax. That's not true. But since it's more than the 16000 I have to account for it, and I basically have to tell the IRS, hey, I've given a $10 million gift, so I want you to take the $10 million away from my $12 million that I get, and I'm down to $2 million, okay? So think about it like this. Bill Gates is not allowed to just give $100 billion away the day before he dies and then die with no estate and no tax, okay? Um, so basically, most people don't have a problem. So I say give whatever you want. You just may need to account for it unless you're worried about having $12 million uh, when you die. Now, some people don't like the hassle of having to report it or file the gift tax return. So if you do 16000 or less, you don't even need to let the IRS know about it. So it is super convenient. So I've had people say, we're going to give 16000 a year to each of the kids. Now, there's a, a little bit of a hack here. Like, Ben, if you're married, you can give 16000 and your wife can give another 16000 to each of the kids. So there's 32. Um, and if you have a kid and the kid's married, you can give 16000 to your kid, another 16000 to the spouse, 
your wife can do the same. So now we're, uh, instead of 16,000, we're at, uh, what, 30 to 64,000? Yeah. Between the two of you to the two of you. So uh, also if Ben's parents are listening here, you know, just so you guys are aware, um, you guys can give, uh, you can give Ben's uh, family $64,000 uh, this year without any, any guilt, okay, whatsoever. <laughs> so, uh, so there you go. Um, so that's something to keep in mind, but that's the biggest uh, misconception is that, like, oh, if it's more than that amount, I have to pay tax. No, but if it's more than that amount, it comes out of your you know, lifetime exemption amount. So basically, it has to eat into your $12 million. Most people, it's not a problem. I say give whatever the heck you want, just keep records of it. So that that's the biggest one, uh, Ben. But um, obviously, if you have more than $12 million or more than $24 million between you and your wife, um, you may have an issue here. And then, you know, like a long-term gifting strategy, you know, may actually move the needle. So it may be worth talking with an expert uh, with that. But for the vast majority of people, give as much as you want. Okay. And you can do that without any worry. Well, good information there. Hopefully that clears up some things, but um, I know that not everyone is completely clear on what's happening uh, with, with giving gifts to individuals. So that does help out a lot. All right. The other kind of category here, area people like to give is to charitable organizations, right? So that's, that's another key uh, component of this discussion. So what do we need to keep in mind here? Well, with the, the charities, you have a couple different ways to do it. I'd say the most common, right, is you know, just writing them a check or putting it in the collection basket at church, you know, for a thousand, hundred dollars, you know, what have you. Um, and typically those, you know, like a cash gift directly to the organization, um, keep your receipts, your accountant is going to want it. And usually it can be used as a deduction against uh, your income uh, on your taxes. Now, I'm not going to get into if you take the itemized or the standard deduction, but I will say this, keep your receipts if you do that for that amount, um, because it's something that, you know, your accountant is going to need. So, you know, but giving to charity uh, usually comes with a deduction. So that's one of the reasons people do it. Um, another one that you hear a lot of, you know, which actually kind of falls under the same category, uh, Ben, you hear the commercials about Goodwill where they say, you know, donate a car or donate your clothes to Goodwill and things like that. Mm-hmm. And that's a bit harder because, you know, I don't have like a, a receipt for donating a $3 sweater, you know, um, or like a bag of clothes. Right. But they can give you a receipt if you ask for it. Um, and, you know, they'll just write down from, from, from my experience, at least, they'll say three bags of clothes, one, you know, recliner, right. you know, and, and, and things like that. Um, so you actually do want to keep those receipts if, you know, just like the cash gifts, it's something that you want to uh, itemize or write off in your taxes. So I know usually, Ben, it's like handwritten on a notepad or something. It's not the most kind of official sounding. Right. But you do want to keep that. That's just as important as the receipt you get at the end of the year for donating to your church. Um, now, the other one, which is a little bit of a, a tax hack, if you will, um, so... But it's legal. So guys, if I end up disappearing, and this is the last episode I ever did, <laughs> then, you know, the I the, under suspicious circumstances, and I think the IRS is after me with uh, all those new people they're hiring, right? 
Oh, wait, no, Ben. I think they just said that was only for customer service, right? Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Because, yeah, because the people. IRS has, because they have a customer service department. I mean, they apparently. could use it. There's no question, <laughs> but I don't think that's their priority. <laughs> right. I was I was on board until they said it's for customer service. Now I'm not buying it. Um, but, <clears throat> but anyway, um, you've heard things, and maybe like at church, uh, you'll see something on those little commitment cards about gifting stocks or securities as opposed to just gifting money. And, and the reason that gets done is, and I know we're getting back into taxes here, so I could just hear everyone unsubscribing like as I talk. Um, but typically uh, what it does is it'll wipe out any sort of um, you know, overdue or pending capital gains uh, taxes on stock that has appreciated. So like if you buy P&G stock at $10 a share and now it's sitting at $400 a share, if you sell that, that is a lot of gains. So there's going to be a lot of tax to it. But if you just give that stock, if you donate that stock, then you don't have to worry about the taxes. Okay, so one of the things and churches and organizations will talk about is if you plan on giving like $100,000 for a round number, if you give $100,000 in stock that has appreciated versus selling the stock and giving cash, then things typically go better. You save on taxes, you know, and obviously the charity doesn't have to pay uh, the taxes on that either. So uh, something to talk to your advisor, your accountant, your attorney on. But if you ever see, you know, something where you know they say, "Oh, commitment card, give a hundred dollars in cash," or click, you know, click here if you want to give appreciated stock. That's what they're referring to. Now, this only works with charity, uh, Ben. So, so nonprofit organizations get that, um, and so I'd be very careful about it. But a lot of times, it may go better by transferring the stock shares themselves versus selling the sh stock and then transferring the cash. Okay. So that's something you just want to be careful with. And then one last thing, I get a lot of questions about whether or not you can say what you want your gift to be used for. Mm -hmm. um, so you can always talk to the charity or the church or the foundation on what you can and can't do. So if you say, hey, I want this money to specifically go to scholarships for underprivileged kids or to the food pantry or something like that. Um, and or if it's, hey, I want this money to all be used at one time or, you know, maybe use some now, some later. Uh, every giving, uh, every organization has like a giving department. So you'll probably want to talk to them. But there are options out there um, if you want to, you know, kind of direct what you want the money to be used for versus just writing them a check. So it's worth looking into if you have like a cause or a use, you know, for the organization that's near and dear to your heart. There's definitely options. Okay. All right. Let's let's kind of wrap it up then. Uh, the conversation on on the reasons people typically give. I don't know. We don't need to um, encourage anyone necessarily, but I know people kind of have their their motivations for doing so. But what are some of the typical reasons people will kind of take advantage of the giving? Well, a couple things. One, you have like charitable or generosity uh, reasons. You just you want to give. Okay, you either want to help out a church or an organization, or you want to give and, and help out or do something for a friend or family member. Um, 
So that's you know the main one. And, and the other one, of course, there are tax advantages as well. Now, usually they go hand in hand. You know, usually someone has a charitable or generous purpose and says, well, I'll do it the best way to save money on taxes. Okay, so usually these things get roped in together if we're dealing with organizations. Um, you know, and with taxes, you know, you can write off the gifts um, on your income taxes, depending on how you do it. Um, you know, you can reduce or eliminate some capital gains taxes on, you know, stocks that have appreciated, you know, like the uh, the shares of P&G stock that I referenced. Um, and then for those of you who have a, you know, a, a rather large estate, the wealthy and the ultra wealthy, where, you know, you say, geez, when I die, I'm going to have more than the $12 million. So I'm worried about that. Um, you know, you can reduce the amount that's going to be in your estate when you pass away. So kind of reduce your estate tax exposure uh, when you die as well. Ben, it's almost like you remember that, like you ever play, um, you know, what is it, like Limbo when you were a kid where they have the, the mm -hmm. stick there and you, you try to kind of like duck underneath it without falling and yeah. hitting the stick? That's kind of what you're talking about here from an estate tax standpoint. So if gotcha. the amount of your estate is over that, what can we do basically to legally, of course, um, but get things off the books so where when you pass away, you are under that amount? Okay, so that's not a problem a lot of people have, but for some of the wealthy and the ultra wealthy, um, it's a 40% tax after you die, four zero. Mm -hmm. It doesn't hit many people, but it hits hard. Okay, if your head bops that limbo stick, you get knocked out. Okay, so um, something to be aware of. So that's you know the the ongoing and the advanced gifting strategies are usually uh, for things like that. All right, very good. Well, some things to think about if you are uh, in the giving mood and the giving spirit this holiday season or any time of the year that you might be listening to this episode and you want to give a gift. Some hopefully this clears up some things to be thinking about. But work with your estate planning attorney, your advisor if you have one as well to to make sure. Uh, you're taking full advantage of the gifts that you are giving out um, when you have that opportunity. So some good information today. Again, if you have questions for Nick, I encourage you to log on. CincinnatiEstatePlan.com is the website. You'll find a big button there on the front to schedule a call with Nick. You can do so right now, or you can just give him a call directly if you prefer to do that at 513-463-6789. All right, Nick, I can't believe it's already the holiday season. I hope you uh, have a good Thanksgiving. Um, I know we probably talk maybe again right after or before. It's been on our recording schedule, but I know anybody listening, it's probably right around Thanksgiving, so hopefully uh, everyone enjoys that. Yeah, absolutely, and uh, and depending on when you're listening to this, I hope everyone has a great holiday season. And uh, Subscribe, tune in next time, and we'll try and dial down the uh, tax talk. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thank you for listening to Complete Estate Planning for Nick Rosenbauer over at Rosenbauer Law Office. I am Ben George. Take care. The Complete Estate Planning Podcast is brought to you by the Rosenbauer Law Office, based in Westchester, Ohio, and serving the entire Cincinnati area. The show is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe to the show on your favorite app today and never miss an episode. Just search for Complete Estate Planning with Nick Rosenbauer to find us or visit CincinnatiEstatePlan.com to listen to past episodes, to contact Nick, and to learn more about protecting your family legacy. That's CincinnatiEstatePlan.com.
This show is for informational purposes only and does not provide any legal advice. Information on this show may not constitute the most up-to-date legal information. Please do not act or refrain from acting based solely on anything you hear on this show. This show does not form any attorney-client relationship with the Rosenbauer Law Office, LLC. Please seek the counsel of a qualified attorney before addressing your own estate planning needs.